and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. This is, like I said, Hour 2. Today is Friday. It's finally Friday. That's right, folks. You made it to Friday. I made it to Friday. Oh, Let's enjoy our weekends. Let's have a great weekend. It's NFL draft. We didn't talk any NFL draft in our first hour. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll get a little bit of talk in with uh, with West Collins here in a little bit. But uh, but again, thank you to Paul Whittington for joining us in our first hour. If you missed the first hour of today's show, well, by golly, just go to brianhanks.com and uh, you will be able to listen to it there. You can click on it there. You can listen to it on SoundCloud or you can listen to the replay right here on 960 The Bull and 960thebull.com at 3 o'clock today uh, or over at 252 ESPN, 107.5 FM in Greenville and in New Bern and heck all over Lenora County at 3 o'clock and you can hear the uh, Brian Hanks show again there. So, uh, looks like we're having some technical difficulties. So let's get these, uh, figured out here on, uh, the show here. <sighs> I pre well, I, so I tell you what, we are going to, uh, like I said, uh, we're going to have a uh, West Collins joining us here in just a few moments here on the show. Uh, before we do that though, let's thank a couple of our sponsors who we truly do appreciate. Preparation, persistence, sense of purpose, qualities that lead to victories on the field of play and qualities that create winners in the classrooms of Lenore County public schools. We pursue excellence. In 14 different varsity sports and scores of academic and technical programs, we rise to the test. We are Team LCPS. John Dawson, let me tell you about Downey's Protection Systems. Preach it, brother. There you go. Downey's Protection Systems of Kinston. They've been servicing eastern North Carolina for more than 30 years. I got to tell you, John, I judge a house or a home here in Kinston or Lenore County if I don't see that little depth sign in the front yard of their house. You break in. <laughs> that's, that's it exactly. Listen, Depths specializes in residential and commercial installation and service of security systems, fire alarm systems, camera systems, and access control. For more information for a consultation, please visit depthsnet.com. That's D-E-P-S net. Dot com and this is the truth you tell them john dawson that's right before i even turned on the power at my house what was the first call i made depths that's it i called down east protection system so if you want your house protected as well as mine is protected call tom vermilion and the folks over at down east protection systems and welcome back to the uh brian hanks show and on the line with us right now i gotta tell you had a chance to meet this gentleman over the weekend i i had heard his name before when you talk to some of the old heads around here uh, about you know some of the all-time greats in uh, Kinston basketball history, had an opportunity to meet him uh, on uh, last Saturday in Raleigh at Jerry Stackhouse's after party. Very honored to be joined right now by uh, – now, do I call you Wes? I think your friends call you Wes, or is it Wesley? But Wesley Collins joining <laughs> us here on our Spence Automotive guest line. How are you doing this morning? Brian, I'm doing great. It's good to meet you last weekend. And you you know you kind of hit it right on the head from the beginning because when people come up to me and say, are you Wesley? <laughs> that means they've known me for a long time. And they're probably from Kinston. Um, I kind of transitioned over to Wes 
um, when I went to college, but before then I was Wesley. So either one, either one is fine. There you go. Well, I'm going to call you Wes then. Okay. But All right, good uh, deal. It's a little, little easier. But I got to tell you, I don't know if you heard her monologue at the beginning, but when we were uh, setting up in our first hour, our guests for the show, like we always do, and the thing, and take this as a compliment, dude, and I mean this in all sincerity. When I when I met you and I, I saw this young guy running around, you know, uh, Jerry's party, and you know, shaking hands and kissing babies and talking to everybody at the party. I was like, there's no, you know, and then when you introduced yourself to me, I was like, there's no way this guy was playing at Kenson High School 32 years ago. Dude, you look like you're in your mid-30s, man. What is the secret? <laughs> and I, hey, and, and I say that in all sincerity. I'm not trying to blow sunshine up your butt. I'm telling you the truth, dude. How do you stay so, how do you keep, stay looking so young, young man? Well, I appreciate that. I, I think probably that room was a little bit dark. That was one thing. So, <laughs> So I guess I'll attribute that to my mom's gene. She was always, she's not with us anymore, but she was always a very young looking, uh, uh, lady. And maybe that passed along to me. I don't know. I appreciate it. I'm 50 now though. So play, played at, uh, Kinston back in the early nineties. Well, that's what we're going to do. Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go down memory lane. And I did tell you, we've been messaging back and forth the last couple of days and had, well, I was honored to have dinner the other night with, uh, with a good friend of yours and a coach that, uh, you grew up with in, uh, Craig Hill, who is going to be, by the way, inducted into the Kenston North County sports hall of fame this coming August. Uh, he's one of our uh, 12 inductees in that, but, he was telling, you know, I brought you up, you know, he and I and his beautiful wife, Gina and my Linda were uh, sitting there talking and I, I brought you, I am not joking, Wes, and you should take this as a total 100% compliment. His eyes lit up and he was like, oh, he just, he's like, you know, I haven't thought about him in a while. And then dude, he started telling me and I would not have guessed this at all with no disrespect to you whatsoever. He's like, would you believe he's one of the best dunkers that Kenston has ever had? How, how, I mean, he said you were a solid basketball player, obviously as you were, you went on to Furman and all that, but you had to, you have to be proud that, uh, that, uh, an old head like Craig Hill considers you one of the best dunkers in Kenston high school history. Well, I appreciate it, but I may have had two guys on my team that were better dunkers than me. I had Jerry Stackhouse and Chuck Jones and I would put both of those guys above me, but I had a little bit of a gift to be able to get off the floor. Um, so I, I give uh, thanks to God for that, that athletic bug. Uh, it caught up with me later on, uh, you know, with some injuries in college. But I could jump a little bit, and I appreciate Coach. You know, he was such a great inspiration to me and one of the many people who, um, you know, just grabbed me as a young man and said, you know, I see you've got some potential. You got some talent. You got some height. Um, you're you're athletic. Seem like you're coachable. Let's get you in here, Paul Jones, Craig Hill, others. Let's get you in here and see if we can cultivate you. And uh, so I got I've got to give you know a lot of thanks to Coach Hill for for the interest um, in uh, you know just a just a young guy I didn't really know much of anything about about what was ahead of him. And uh, you know there's there's lots of people in Kenston I, I would thank to help giving me uh, the, the right direction and the right tutelage and, and training and get me into the Kenston High School gym. And he was my, he was my JV coach um, as well. I played JV in the ninth grade and then played varsity uh, in, in my starting in my 10th grade year. And, uh, you know, I would have to put him up pretty high as one of my best coaches of all time. I mean, he's, 
he's just a player's coach, super nice guy, and what a great um, pillar he's been for Lenore County. It's been um, really in many aspects from my understanding and certainly in, in sports. So great guy, great dude, uh, Craig Hill. Yep. absolutely and that's the way i look at him too i mean i've been here for 20 years unfortunately i only got here in 02 so i didn't get to see you play again like i said now i've heard your name through the years and i have never really put it together until i met you uh, last week but uh, this is what i like to say about craig hill wesley and you tell me if i'm far off or whatever but especially with me only being here for the last 20 years what i like about coach hill is he's uh, 64 years old so but he's still got that relationship with the old granger guys with the old adkin guys with the you know the folks out in the county even because his family started out in the county so, I mean, he's got right. those great relationships with them. Then he's got the, you know, with the people he grew up with. And then even the people after, like you and Jerry, and with him being the principal right. at Kenston High School, and he's really stayed in touch with everybody. To me, he's that guy that just kind of bridges the gap between Atkin and Granger to your generation and even maybe even a generation or two after that, Wesley. Yeah, he's a, he's a relationship guy. You know, he's the kind of guy that when he sees you, he's coming across the room to shake your hand or give you a hug and, you know, talk it about, about the past. And, you know, I see that not just with me, you know, with multiple people older, you know, even maybe younger than me as well. And, um, you know, he's, he's just a, he's a likable guy. But another thing I remember about coach Hill was although he was a player's coach, you know, he'd get on you too. I mean, he would put, he would put some discipline into you. Um, and, you know, coming up playing basketball, in Kinston, you know, back when I played, they didn't have the AAU circuit like they do now. Okay, it's a different it's it's a different thing. My son's just gone through all that, and I've coached some some AAU basketball. So, my goodness, living in Moorhead City now, we've driven all over the. <laughs> you got you got to drive a long way to get get anywhere, um, and we've driven all over. You know, with AAU circuit. So so growing up, you know, playing playing rec ball and and uh, playing a bunch of games at Fairfield and games at Holloway and games, you know, wherever. And then some local travel teams, um, that kind of thing. You know, you get what you get, but then really the real basketball starts. For me, it was um, eighth grade. I was lucky enough to make the junior high school team, and Coley Little um, was my coach. So that's where it, you know, started to get serious because the, the best of the best get picked on that team. Um and, you know, certainly Cody Little was a great mentor, um, a great coach, um, just a friend. You know, even though he was you know, much older, I, I considered him to be a, a friend of mine because that's the way he treated people. And, um, and, and then, you know, moving into JV and Coach Hill, you know, Coach Hill would, would impose discipline on you. He had this look about him that you better do it this way, you know, and – but he had that kind of thing where you wanted to run through a wall for the guy. Okay. There's some coaches in the world that, you know, you, you know, you know I, I don't know if this guy's really got my back. I never had any question whatsoever. Craig Hill had my back. And I think he's like that with everybody. Um, but he held a high standard, you know, as well, a discipline standard. So it's a, it's a fine line in coaching. And I think the best coaches, you know, impose that discipline and still maintain that close relationship so the player wants to really perform for them. And I think that Coach Hill figured out that dynamic at a, at a young age because uh, he's just – he's a smart guy and uh, and a good guy. So I appreciate him being a part of my life and, and uh, 
and helping to you know send me on, down the right path. Yeah, I, I love you uh, talking about all that. I really do, and I know he appreciates it too. He listens to the show too. So that voice you listen to, Wesley Collins, uh, former Kenson High School star, taking us down uh, memory lane. You've mentioned Coley Little, who is in our sport or Kenson North County Sports Hall of Fame. Craig Hill, who is being inducted. I want to know because I never got a chance. Now I met him a few times uh, before he passed away, and actually even got to speak at his uh, at his funeral. But uh, Paul Jones, I okay. mean, one of the just. I mean, when he retired, was he winning as coach in the state of North Carolina when he retired? What was it like playing for the legend? I mean, one of the probably, if you had a, what do you call it, with the, the four heads on the mountain? I don't know why I'm having a brain fart here all of a sudden, but the uh, Mount Rushmore. If you had a Mount Rushmore of high school basketball coaches yep. in the state of North Carolina, Paul Jones would have to be on there, and you played for him. What was that like? Right. It was special. Um, you know, Kenston, Kenston, I don't know Kenston right now. I mean, I hear, you know, the changes in Kenston, so on and so forth. Kenston was different um, back when I played, from what I understand. Um, you know, I haven't lived in Kenston a long time. Um, I did get back to Kenston, you know, for uh, recently watching my son play at West Carteret. Um, so got to a couple games there at Kenston High School. Um, but, you know, Paul Jones, pinnacle of basketball in, you know, pretty much Eastern North Carolina and certainly in Kenston. I mean, if Paul Jones had an interest in you, then that's what the parents and everybody else buzzed about. I mean, that was that, because that's, that's the best that it got right there locally. Uh, Paul Jones had the history of a lot of great players under him. I mean, of course, with Charles Shackford, I remember being a little kid at Kenston High School games and, and, and seeing Charles Shackford play and how big a guy he was, it was just amazing. Um, Cedric Maxwell was before me, but obviously another NBA player, um, played for the Celtics. Um, you know, and a lot of a lot of college players before me uh, in the years immediately before me, you know, I was influenced certainly by um, Leo Lockhart, who was a great, um, referee now with the North Carolina High School Athletic Association um, program and probably one of our best referees. He was an excellent basketball player, a little older than me. I remember Milton Gooding, uh, um, Trey Bird, I remember, um, or Trey Martin, excuse me, Trey Martin, J.J. Hudock, who went on to um, George Washington, uh, 6'8", um, uh, player, had good size, could shoot. So all these guys, so these are all Paul Jones guys, and he cultivated these guys. And for me personally, it was, you know, Coach Hill and 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 Coach Jones. They they kind of what I would say got a hold of me, and because they figured out, okay, this kid um, he's got some height. I was maybe a little over six five at the time. I'm about six five now. You know, you know what Father <laughs> Time does to you. Yes, you don't get I any do. taller. <laughs> and uh, and. You know, they just got a hold of me, and and at that time when I when I was coming up, you know, I didn't have the skill that I needed to have. I didn't have the footwork. Um, I was kind of a blank canvas of an athletic kid who was, I would say, a good kid, coachable kid, and and tall um, for high school basketball anyway, six five and, and a little bit, and um, and they just got me in the gym. And uh, Coach Jones would come by and pick me up because I was, you know, 13, 14 years old, probably 14 when that when that started. 
and he'd take me into the back door of Kenston High School, and we would um, we would put the cones out, and he would work me and me and work me and work me and work me on fundamentals, on the right way to come off a screen and shoot, you know, the right way to finish a reverse layup, footwork issues, uh, shot form. And the repetition of doing it the right way was something that I, I didn't have from a very young player coming up because that was just more of just a, a rough player. And, and and he developed that um, in Coach Hill secondarily, but primarily Paul Jones um, uh, spent that personal time, his personal time with me just grinding. I remember he would come pick me up in his, his burgundy uh, Jeep, Cherokee. That's what he always had a Jeep Cherokee. I don't know why he always had a Jeep Cherokee, but he always had a Jeep Cherokee for whatever reason. And um, and so if that didn't happen for me personally, if 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 those grind sessions of learning how to do things right didn't happen for me in Kenston High School gym under the tutelage of Paul, I, I never would have gotten a scholarship to play. Um, anything or you know most notably uh division one basketball it, it wouldn't have happened so that um i've got to give all the credit to coach jones for that uh, because once we he taught me how to do things the right way then that translated into onto the court into games and then all of a sudden i'm a you know i'm i'm a leading scorer on the team and rebounder and so forth and when I say leading, I mean one of the leading. Maybe I was up pretty top in my 10th grade year. Jerry came in my 11th grade year. Um, so he kind of took over at that point in time. <laughs> we'll yeah. talk about oh, that yeah. in a minute, I guess. <laughs> yes. But, um, but, but playing for Coach, Coach was a very – he was a very even-keeled dude. I don't know if you ever saw him, Coach, or any video of him, Coach. He, he never yelled at the refs. He never got up and said much of anything. His conversation was in the huddle during timeouts. That's just that's just the way he did things. Yeah. Um, he we always wore a um, uh, we dressed up, put it that way. You know, not everybody could, you know had the full suit and tie and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, we all were required to dress for our game days. It was business. Yeah. And and the um, the community respected that, and it brought a certain level of expectation um, among among the players and among the community and a, a certain level level of professionalism, even by these young players. And we were just something, I mean, we were the most special group of athletes in, in Kinston because we were the Kinston high school basketball team. It was a huge badge of honor to be on that team and just a, a bigger badge of honor, you know, to be starting on that team. Yeah. I can. And, and that's just, and that's just the way it was. It was, and you know, the community just came out and supported, and so on and so forth. And before I, I talked a little bit about my coming up. I do want to mention as well, um, you know, Webb Tyndall, Perry Tyndall, Perry the coach. I do want to mention Dorsey because Mr. Tyndall grabbed me at probably seventh or eighth grade, maybe even younger than that, and I just didn't know how to shoot a basketball. This is at Fairfield, and he just spent some time with me about getting my shot straight, how to how to square up my elbow, you know, how to follow through. Because I think he saw, okay, this kid can probably be a good player 
but he's got to get some of these fundamentals straight. So there was a lot of that in Kinston. A lot of that where, okay, where the community recognizes that this kid's got some talent, not let it go to waste, let's cultivate it. And then you've got a lot of people in Kinston, they care as far as that goes, they don't let things just go by. And then they have the knowledge of sports to know how to, um, you know, give the, the proper kind of instruction. And I remember Dorsey Tindall, uh, Mr. Tindall, uh, doing that. So, you know, publicly want to thank him, him, him for that. He probably has no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> but that happened. And that was a, for me, a moment, you know, okay, I got this. And he showed some interest in me and I started, you know, I was the kind of guy, if you showed me this is the way it needs to be done, I was driveway on Sparry Drive doing it. I just did it. I mean, I probably drove my neighbor next next door <laughs> uh, crazy because I was up so late shooting with my lights on. Um, but but I appreciate, you know, all these people I'm mentioning help, you know, caring, recognizing. But, but play, playing, for, playing for Paul Jones was, was special and cer- certainly a mentor and somewhat of a, just a, um, you know, kind of the top of just top of the food chain as far as athletics and and, uh, and someone we all looked up to in, I, in uh, Kenston. No, I love it. I love it that you made, that you went so in depth on him and on Coach Hill and Coley Little and I mean other names I've heard are Skeet Davis and you were talking about uh, Mr. Tindall yep. and uh, and Steve Oliver Copperhead even. Copperhead, yeah, Copperhead was my football yes. coach. That's crazy. Oh my Who goodness! Is still the, be- he's still the head basketball coach at North Lenore, Wesley. I hear, I heard that, and you know, Copperhead was my football coach, and uh, and my, when I played football, I just played up until like eighth grade, and he had this team, you know, I don't know if it still has or whatever, called the Eagles, and we were just, I mean, we'd go out, go around and play Goldsboro and Greenville teams, and you know, all that we played all teams all around us. What position did and you play? I played, uh, I, I I played like. Um, Tight end, wide receiver. Okay, okay. I could, I could run. Um, I could, I could, I could kind of run pretty fast. So he'd get me. He, he, he ran this. I remember he would get us in the huddle, and he would look at all of us, and he'd say, "Boys, we're gonna run the bum." And that was the bomb. He said, "He called him," and the bomb was to me. I yeah. was the guy who was running the go route, and the quarterback was floating it over the top, and I was catching and going but those were great moments great friends on that team um and we just i mean our, our kind of claim to fame was that nobody had scored a touchdown on us in like five years wow we just killed everybody it's like oh it's, it, it was it was fun we had just great athletes on the team and uh and it was fun but i was my days were over about eighth grade because i was uh, a little too skinny <laughs> <laughs> there you go you go on I'll get broken in half if I played real football. That is, that's awesome. Listen, uh, we got to thank our title sponsor here of our big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks show. It's UNC Lenore healthcare. Again, the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the show with the medical staff of more than 100 physicians. UNC Lenore healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology. You would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare. 
for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. We don't want to waste any time. We've only got about about seven or eight minutes left uh, with Wesley Collins, former Kinston High School star uh, back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Uh, played with Jerry Stackhouse, and that's where I want to go next. I mean, that's how you and I started talking to each other this past Saturday was at uh, Jerry's Celebration. And as you have a very unique perspective, Wes, of someone who played alongside him, someone that is one of his dear friends. You could see that with the way you guys interacted the other night, uh, Wes. It was just really neat. Just Hey, I'm an observer. That's what I do. I'm a former sports reporter for a quarter century, and now doing this, I mean, I, I, I pride myself on, you know, on being a great observer, and you could just tell how close you two were. Tell us about Jerry Stackhouse. What was it like growing up with Jerry Stackhouse, playing on the same court with him, being in practice with him day after day? What was that like, Wes? Yeah, great, great question, Brian. Um, you know, Jerry's a special dude, and, you know, his his success is not just because God gave him athleticism, okay? Um, his success, you know, I think, and this is, from the heart, you know, he kind of said this at the sport, at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony this weekend. You know, it comes from his faith, and it comes from his um, his bringing up from George and Minnie being there, and and his mom and dad being there, and keeping him in the straight and narrow, and keeping him in church, and giving him him the support that he needed. And, and also you throw in the fact that he had very athletic brothers and people to compete with. And he has just an innate um, competitive streak in him. So you add all that together. And moreover, the dude is a really smart guy. So you add all of that in together, you end up with, with, with who Jerry Stackhouse is and all of the, um, you know, the success he's had. But Back historically, you know, growing up, Jerry and I met um, in rec ball. We were actually on the same rec team, just happened to be uh, there at Fairfield, you know, where when Thurman Pate was the rec, uh, <laughs> recreation director, old, old Thurman. And um, we were on Maryland. That was our team. Everybody had an ACC team. Our team was Maryland. So, you know, Jerry was – Jerry was on the team, our team. We had, I think, Webb Tindall was on the team. Um, so we we met then just at very young basketball. I'm about a year and several months older than, than Jerry. And um, so he was on the younger side, and I was on the older side of that probably 11-, 12-year-old team, something like that. And and Minnie, um, his mom was at – and George, they were at every single game. I remember Minnie. She would have a scorebook every game. I'm talking every rec game, every travel game, every Kenton High School game. I don't know what she was writing down in that scorebook. I think she was keeping Jerry's stats. <laughs> but that would be something special to get. I mean, she had it every single time. And they were there cheering for their their son. And that family support, you know, was cultivating, I think, for, for Jerry and, 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 and helped to form him, uh, the person who he became. But kind of moving on, Jerry and I continued to play basketball through the years, and then we went to different middle schools, and I started hearing this this buzz that Jerry Stackhouse was just killing it at in middle school at, at I think Savannah, and 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 um, you know I, here I am, I'm like in tenth grade or ninth tenth grade, and making my way through Kenston High School, and um, and I remember in the summer 
because I hadn't seen Jerry in a little bit because he had gone out in the county to the middle school, and that's a different school. So I remember in the summer we were having like um, some summer workouts or something like that at Kenston High School, and he shows up, I think it was the summer before his ninth grade year, and he walked in, basically, the, his physique was the same as it is now. <laughs> he went from a little kid that I played right back with to an NBA basketball body, okay? And, you know, he was pretty much the alpha dog right when he right when he walked in and because he just had it. You know, he just had the athleticism. He had the body. Um, he had been grinding, you know, playing hard with his brothers and grinding and, and, uh, just a, you know, just a different level type of, type of player. Um, so, you know, our first year together in high school, we were okay. We weren't all that great. Um, and nobody really knew who Jerry was yet. But after that year, it was on because we were in, in his 10th grade year, you know, in his ninth grade year, by the way, I understand he broke the North Carolina high school scoring record for a freshman. He yep. averaged 20 some points a game as a freshman it was just you know unbelievable so that notoriety started coming on and then and then the next year that's when you know you show up to practice you got you know duke coaches there you got carolina coaches there you got you got state coaches there you got you got wake forest coaches there you got coach you know it's just that was normal and it was normal that every single game home and away it was packed to the point where people couldn't get in wow okay and Yep, and that's, that was Jerry's sophomore year. And uh, he he was an amazing player, but just a good dude and, um, and you know, a good friend. And I think that Jerry, you know, Jerry and I were, were good friends. I wouldn't say we were great friends because we were somewhat competitors in high school, okay? Our stronger relationship came later. Okay. Um, it came later. Uh, we developed our, our friendship more in the past 10 10 or so, 10, 15 years more than we were in high school. Because I mean, in high school, I'd pick him up. I'd pick him up at the, his folks' house out on the Highway 11 where they used to live out there. And I'd drive him around, you know, to practice and that kind of thing before he, he was able to do that because of his age. Um, and, you know, and we would play basketball together. He would come over to my house. I've got some great video, by the way, of us playing one-on-one in my, <laughs> in my uh, driveway. I have one where I dunked on him. I got to what? <laughs> I did. I caught him. I caught him. I got to find that. But anyway, that that didn't happen very often. Um, notice I said I've got one. I noticed that. that. Yeah, okay. yeah. You didn't say, hey, I've There's got thirty about minutes a, of tape of me dunking on Jerry. No, you said you got one. <laughs> I got one, and I probably got a. There are probably a hundred episodes where I'm just getting out of the way because yeah. I don't want him to dunk on me. But uh, but anyway. Um, so, yeah, we did a lot of things together. and But then, you know, Jerry, I think, appreciates as far as he and I go and, and his family, my family. He, he, I think he really specially, in a very special way, appreciates people who were, who were important in his life and cared for him and, and loved him and gave him support before he became, you know, the celebrity or semi-celebrity that, that the name he is now. And, you know, and I'm, I fall into that category because, you know, I don't, I'm not looking for anything out of Jerry Stackhouse, but friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows that. And he knows that, you know, we respected each other back then. We respect each, each other uh, now. And he appreciates that kind of true, honest relationship. Because I think as an NBA basketball player, you probably get a lot of stuff that's not, that's not really true. 
someone, somebody, people are wanting things out of you. Yeah. That'd be my guess anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I'm no celebrity, so I don't know. But, <laughs> um, but so, but Jerry's wife, Ramira, and my wife, Darley, um, really close friends. They communicate all the time. Ramirez probably got a little bit of time to communicate than Jerry does because he's so busy. So um, just a, you know, super nice guy playing at Kenton High School with him. I mean, I would have averaged more points per game, Brian, if I didn't have Jerry Stackhouse on my team. Let's just call it what it is. But you know what? I would never trade it in because the the excitement that guy brought to our games made it really special. I mean, to be able to go into a high school basketball game and have people hanging off the rafters and having, you know, Dean Smith there or having Coach K there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what high school kid gets that? Oh, I know. And I've you talked know? to all the other coaches in the area too. And uh, when you talk to Jimmy Smith down at South of Nor, when you talk to the old heads out at North Nor, it got to where this is what I heard, Wesley, is that on – when Kinston had home games, you didn't skip. They changed their schedule at South Lenore. They changed their schedule at North Lenore because they knew if we try to go head to head with Kinston High School, we're not going to have any fans at our game because everybody's going to want to be at Kinston High to watch Jerry. So if you guys are playing a Tuesday night home game, they moved their home game to Wednesday night that week. Well, I didn't know that was going on. Yeah. But it sounds yeah. like a good plan to me because it seemed like. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like everybody in Eastern North Carolina was trying to get in our games. Well, the, the uh, fun so thing it is was, talking it was to lots us, of fun. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but the fun thing is talking to some of those old heads and they're like, uh, yeah, you know, I was on all these games. And if I, if everybody was at all the, you know, the games when you guys were there that say they were, then that, uh, Kenson gym, which I think holds about 1800 to 1900 people. It had to, I guess it held about 5,000 people a game at that time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like it. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, as a player, you know, you go in and play the game and you kind of, uh, you kind of, you kind of block all that crowd noise out and stuff, but it was hard to not notice it. I mean, it was like, you know, it was, it was kind of like Cameron stadium times, you know, on steroids, as they say. That's awesome. um, I, I think the fire marshal probably broke a couple rules <laughs> back in the Jerry Stackhouse days in that gym. They, 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 they let the max get over the max a little bit. Well, when you talk to, like I said, when you talk to Coach Hill, when you talk to some of those guys, and they they tell me about, you know, hey, school, if you – they wouldn't let people start forming the line to come into the gym until school was out at 3.30, but there would be cars on the side of the road is what I was told, you know, waiting to come into the parking lot so when you're – you know, when the students would clear out at Kenston High School, they would come in, you know, and park, and then the line would start forming at 3.30, at 3.45. Yeah. And you didn't yep. get there. You didn't get there at 6 o'clock thinking you're going to get in to see Jerry and you guys play because if you did that, you weren't getting in because there was, like I said, the stories I've been told, there would be five, 600 people waiting outside up until halftime, you know, hoping that someone would leave from the girls game or whatever. And they would have to go out there and tell them, you know, Hey, we're at halftime. There's nobody leaving. You might as well go ahead and go home. Yeah, that's right. And I do want to mention Chuck Jones. He's a good friend of mine. I don't, I'm not, I don't get to see Chuck as much, but he was a, a incredible player on our team too. As far as somebody who will dunk on somebody, <laughs> Chuck was a great dunker and he went to ECU and then transferred to um, Winston Salem state. Um, so we had three division one players on our team and, you know, nope, we didn't win the state championship. So don't even ask me. <laughs> I, <hate laughs> oh, I, know ask that that I know that yeah, story. Yeah. We, didn't, we, we, 
we got beaten overtime by Richmond County and uh, it, it, on the game to go to the championship at uh, at Benji's. And you know and, who was on uh, that team, right? Yeah, I don't know, but uh, let me tell I you, didn't play well that game. I remember I didn't play well, but go ahead. Future Kinston <laughs> coach Wells Golich was on that team. Yeah, that's right. Wells was. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Was on that. I'm not saying that's he right. wasn't a star a good... or anything, but he was a starting point guard on that team. So. Uh, yeah, that's yep. it. His I only remember, claim to yeah. fame when he went head to head with Jerry uh, in the state playoffs that uh, that he beat Jerry. So anyway, listen, Wes, I hate to do this. We are up against the clock. We've got to get uh, one of our features in here. This has been an absolute treat. Tell me we can do this again. Maybe we'll do it in a couple of months. Yeah, because hey, I want to get caught up. Yeah, on, go ahead. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, I'd love to talk more. This is fun for me. Um, yeah, text me sometime. We'll talk some more. I've got a lot more I could, I could talk about as far as Kinston goes and in my great days in Kinston. I just want to say I, I appreciate it, Brian, everything that you do for Kinston. Um, and just what Kinston and the people in Kinston, that community has, has done for me and, and my family. So, well, but yeah, love to do it again. Got a lot of history there, and it's all all great stuff that I, I love talking about. So well, count on it. To, love to do it. No, absolutely count on it. I would love to go, like I said, down memory lane again with you. I, we didn't even get to talk about your career at Furman. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about your children, who, by the way, are two great athletes in their own right. So we've got a lot of stuff. Well, I, dude, I will hit you up sometime in the next month or so, okay? Thanks, Brian. Good talking with you. Hey, it was very good talking to you. That's Wesley Collins, uh, former Kenston star. And, man, I, we should have just gone the rest of the hour, but I've got to get this in. This is uh, Who Sang It with John and Jonathan here on The Brian Hanks Show. <laughs> Today is Friday, April the 28th. Says you, Brian. <laughs> in the year of the Lord, 2023. This is typically the time when we play uh, our favorite game here, uh, the birthday game. But you know what, John Dawson? Yes. Jonathan Massey, uh-huh. we decided today that we were going to uh, bring back uh, uh, who sang it. We've not done that I in a while. I thought it would be a good way for you not to have to do research at the end of the month. I like it. You, I like how you're looking out for me there. And on top of it, my computer is all right. Let it go, Brian. Messing with we're, me. We're, the show's on now. Yes, it we're not going to talk about the computer anymore. We're not, and I don't know what is going on. It's like uh, word is locking up on me now for no reason. Point the gun at me. Point the gun at me. Ah, you went pull fiction on me there. I like it. I like it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's play uh, who sang it. Okay. And, and uh, typically, it's our uh, our buddy uh, Jacques Pasleg from Goico Office Automation that sponsors the birthday game, but he doesn't know it. But he's sponsoring Who Sang It Today, John Dawson. That is right, Brian. And uh, Jonathan Massey, why don't you tell us about our good friend uh, Jacques Passeleg and uh, and Coeco uh, Office Automation. Thank you. <laughs> well, considering this is probably the only time I'm going to have a chance to talk during this segment, <laughs> uh, Jacques Passeleg and Coeco Office Automation, uh, they are so good at what they do, they can also take the end of the month off, much like myself. So, um, Wow. If you want to, if you want to experience that kind of client service with the products and the people that they have employed there, you need to give Jock a call. Really? <laughs> what is that number, Jonathan? Can you tell I'm trying to multitask here, John Dawson, and do two things at one time? It's impossible to multitask. It's been scientifically proven. There you go. Uh, <laughs> What's, What's that, that number, number, Brian? Thank you, John. That's fine. Massey. What's the number? <laughs> two five two. Two five two two eight six two eight six five three five three five four. 
888-5854. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information. I like it. Now, I tell you what, I know I over-explain stuff, John Dawson. It's one of my mm. my lovable traits. You're over-explaining how you over-explain <laughs> that. <laughs> you know, that's a, but tell everybody, because we've not played Who's Singing All right, here's the deal. Now. Brian plays a song. Whoever guesses the artist gets the point. Back to you, Brian. So, John. Yeah. We've played 11 of these so far. Yes. John, you're 11-0. and 0. Yes. The closest game we had was a 17-5 to 5 game. So, uh, let's keep. we're going to keep these at like 15, right? Uh, we'll see. I 15 think total. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. we got a lot of time left in the show today, though, here. Mm. Uh, you know, it's a, it's the last show of April. Uh, Lord yeah. knows if you get on a Barry Manilow album, we'll be here forever. <laughs> there you go. You're right about that. But uh, I think, I, I believe I talked about this a little bit during the birthday game yesterday that Jonathan Massey won. Uh, but I think we should give you a half point for everyone you get right, John. I think you should go into some kind of 12-step program. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. And we give Jonathan two points for everyone no. he gets right. No, I don't think so. What do you think, Jonathan? That's communism, I'm gonna, That's how I'm going to do it. That's everybody gets a trophy, Brian. <laughs> that is. That is We're right. not doing that here. I'm going to do it in my head just to see how close it wouldn't be. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. I am a believer in communism. Rom-communism, that is. No. What communism? Rom-communism. Ted Lasso. Rom-com. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, like he has Sorry, my... Uh, oh, I love... Dude, who are you talking to, man? I love... Uh, I thought I was talking to Ted you. Ted Lasso. Okay, here you go. Y'all ready? Yes. Okay, here's how it works. I've already explained it. But no, but you've got to say Dawson, and you've got to say Massey. Oh, they figured the that out. Okay, y'all ready? Yes. Here we go. I'm hitting shuffle. Yes. Dawson, the who? Song? It's from Quadrophenia. It's I've Had Enough. Half point for John. Half point okay. my foot. That's a point. <laughs> hey, how about that the kickoff? There you uh, go. Great drum. That's a great way to start a song. We're under the... Now you're going to turn it down. I don't want to sing. I want to sing with Rogers, not in spite of I can't hit those notes. Yeah, here we but go. Things ain't quite that simple. So it's a half point to nothing now. Uh, John is a <laughs> one to nothing. ACDC, John. ACDC, John. Now you're supposed to say Dawson. Dawson, ACDC. <laughs> one to nothing now. Two to nothing. Two to nothing, John Dawson leads. Okay. Man, it started out pretty good for you so far here. Yeah. This is just shuffle. Here we go. Third one. A legit song. Dawson, run DMC. Jonathan, come on, man! What is this? Christmas and Hollis? It's Christmas and Hollis. It's by a sample run of DMC. Clarence Carter that they're talking over. But this is awesome. This is a good song. We got to hear at least a couple of. Them. You play two seconds of the Who in nine minutes of Run DMC? <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. Uh, hold on. It's one and a half to nothing. It's there three to nothing. All right, I want equal time for the who. Go back. <laughs> All right, get okay, it out there. There you go. Three to nothing. Come on, Jonathan. You will never get this, Jonathan Massey.
Dawson, Al Green. Is yeah. it really? So, I was going to say Al Green the minute he started singing. Not because I knew it was Al Green. It was just the only thing that came to my mind. It's Al Green's song? Oh, you're, you're ready to hear the chorus. It's going to tell you. You know where I fell in love with this song, though? Remember Steve Winwood remade it uh, in the 80s. Positive. I forgot. I, mean, I believe you. I just, I've never heard Steve's. Winwood's oh, it's good. Version. It's really good. Four to nothing. Uh, you should have said it. Just what did you, what would you lose by? I don't know. Al Green. Four to nothing. You neither one of you. You ever heard of Teebs? Mm-hmm. Can't say that I have. T e e b s Teebs. Is it like a skin condition? <laughs> it's called While You Do. D o o o o. I think it was a walk-up song for somebody. So anyway, Sounds like somebody's you. building a porch. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. It does, doesn't it? It sounds like they took every Monty Python sound effect and put it into one audio line. So it's like a Juan Gilberto song is sampled in their scratching over it. I don't there know. Four to nothing. Here we go. Dawson and Jackson 5. I couldn't remember my name. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Father song? I want you back. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's, I was going to ask album, but it's from the Ultimate Collection. Yes. <laughs> the Jackson 5. So five to nothing. Dawson, two and a half to nothing. <laughs> Funny enough, that's what I sounded like when I passed my last kidney stone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's two and a half to nothing. Here we go. It is five to nothing. Oh, Massey, uh, Notorious B.I.G. Yes! Oh, this is awesome. Come on. You got to give me a few. I love hypnotize, man. I get three seconds of the who, and I have to listen to this for a minute. So it's two and a half to two. Yeah. <laughs> the comeback is on. It's five to one. The comeback is on. Five to one. You know what's wild? If I had have said Al Green and could have remembered my name, it would have been three to three. Yeah. There you go. Here we go. It's five to one. Oh, I know this. Yes, you do. Throw out a guess, Johnson. Come on. Massey, it's not going to be right, Queen. It's not a bad I guess, though. I can't hear the guy sing. Well, you, you can take your time now because he's already guessed. Uh, like no, oh, Dawson, it. Billy Idol. Yeah, Flesh for Fantasy. Flesh for Fantasy. It was worth it to hear that. <laughs> if I could have heard him sing before I, I got pressured into throwing out a guess, I still would have got it wrong. Oh, okay. I actually wanted to get to the chorus so I could hear you sing that I'll again. I'll do it again. Okay. If he gets on with it. Yeah, if he'll, I think it's coming up. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Flesh for fantasy. <laughs> well That's made my whole week right there, dude. That's all. Awesome. Now I do it as Bill Cosby. Yeah. 
got to get in the flesh before you get the fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get in the pill before you get in the flesh. Bro. Oh, dear Who's God. another one he does really well? All my fantasies started Eckerd's. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Eckerd's? <laughs> Good God. He's Bill Cosby. He's old. He doesn't know about <laughs> Rite Aid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, that was a deep cut. I love that, was, that was very good. Okay, <laughs> this next one is a rap song. Just go ahead and tell you in advance. Oh, but there are three artists that are part of it. So if you can name one of, th- of the three artists, you can have it. Now remember, you got to yell out your name. Here we go. Snoop. No, and you didn't even call your name. I said oh. you're wrong. Take your time here. Too loud. Massey Eminem. Ding, ding, ding. Six to two. Massey. Rihanna? No, it's crazy and low. No. No, this is crack a bottle. You're excuse- I've never heard You're this. making it last longer. Well, hold on. Let's listen to Slim Shady here, okay? So crack a bottle. Let your body waddle. Don't act like a snobby model. You just sit the It sounds like a song Mr. Rogers would make up in the land of make-believe. It's getting ready to get to the chorus, so yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here we go. Next song. Six to two. Dawson, Ozzy. No. <laughs> Massey. Little John. Ding, ding, ding. It's, well, Little John with Trick Daddy. So but that far, is the only John music right is Ozzy. Everything you played was Ozzy. Too loud. <laughs> well, I believe what you would say is they sampled Ozzy. Yeah, they sampled Ozzy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be editing, and the, and the line is like this, and it goes like this. <laughs> it's six to three. You're making a comeback here, Jonathan Massey. And if we were playing the real rules, you would be leading six to three right now. <laughs> Look at Sean. Okay, here we go. Next song. Uh, Massey, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, Boy indeed. Oh, my God. It's now six to four. Fixed. I'm just hitting shuffle. Your definition of a song is loose. I will admit. It's just a public service announcement. Sponsored by Just Massey, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. One more rap song in a row and you're taking this to the head. <laughs> yeah, I gotta let this go because this is gonna be explicit version, I'm sure. It's six it's six to five. Yep. It's this six. is the only thing on WRNS right now, by the way. <laughs> it's six to five. A little beach music for you. Massey chairman of the board. Nope, not a bad guess though. God, if you end up winning today, it would be like... Gee, let's have some more rap crap. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Dawson Band of Oz. Eugene Pitt, who was once a member of Band of Oz. Well, I should get that. You you can take a quarter point. It's six to five. (laughs) I love you. I love how frustrated he's getting. I love this. Here we go. No clue. You don't even want to guess. Nope. 
Oh, oh, yeah. I really don't know. It's Mumford and Sons. Forever. Really? Mumford and Sons. <clears throat> I prefer Sanford and Son myself. They do the um, You big dummy. They do the title song for Ted Lasso. Yeah. Love Mumford and Sons. Okay, six to five still. Oh my god, this is awesome. Here we go. This is any sort of hint. It's my love song to Linda. She loves this song. It's her favorite song. It's our oh, song. I told you about my little man, um, the two Dawson, Darius Rucker. That's what I thought, but I was like, this is If I told you by Darius Rucker. It's a sweet song. This is Linda's my song. What if I told you there's no fixing me? I'm just sitting here quietly. You leave seven to five. Can't hear you. You lead seven to five. Okay, there you go. I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna weld something right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you gotta hear the chorus. Here we go. If I told you all the stupid things I've done, I blamed on me. Lock my keys inside my car. <laughs> seven to five. Here we go. Next song. You'll never. If I gave you multiple choice, John Dawson. This isn't even a song. It is. This is the clean version, too. You want to guess? No. You want to guess? I don't think I know. Massey. I don't know. The Baby. Yeah, I would have never got that. Off top. By sounds the like something that oh, would be in he the got arrested in like uh, Greensboro or somewhere. It sounds like something that would be in the baby's diaper. I, be- <laughs> I believe he shot a guy at a Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Get Greensboro. There you go. Okay, next one. Yo, give me something. Brian. I swear this is shuffle. All this great music out there in the world, and this is what you got on that phone. Yeah. Anybody want to make a guess? No. Jonathan Massey? I got nothing. It's NWA. Something to dance to. Oh, oh God. Dawson, Crowded House. There you go. Song? Don't Dream It's Over. Used in an episode of Miami Vice with Sheena Easton. Call back to yesterday's show. I like that. This is a good song. Wait a minute. Well, I there's a song line coming up here. This is this is wordsmithing. Try to catch the deluge in a paper cup. In a paper cup. I right. love that line, dude. I think that's a that's a great line. Uh, eight to five. Yeah, eight to five. Come on, Jonathan. Dawson Elvis Presley. Song. Jailhouse Rock. Nine to five. Come on, Jonathan. You've got a, all of Eastern North Carolina pulling for you right now. And uh, what a game. Congratulations again to our good friend John Dawson for winning who sang it today. I believe that's the 12th edition he's won. Listen, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to our two great guests today, Paul Whittington, Wesley Collins. A fun, fun show today. Man, we're already booking next week. we got Drew Meadows coming on Monday. Mark Panicelli will also be with us on Monday. Uh, it is going to be uh, the uh, 
Barbecue Festival on the news week. We'll have some great guests from there, too. I know Jason Bryant will be in with us, too. Listen, uh, thank you so much, uh, you, dear listener, for listening to uh, this week. Can't wait till next week. Have a great, great weekend. We'll see you Monday on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.